0: You've been listening to The Mountain Gardener with local expert, Ken Lane. Join the conversation every week as he answers timely garden questions. Email Ken a question directly from your phone to his desktop through the web at watersgardencenter.com. That's waters with two T's, gardencenter.com. Now welcome back your host, Ken Lane. So now is the time when you really start compost piles. And and the reason that is, is you're starting to take out some of your plants out of the garden. So you're starting to cut back those things that aren't producing. So if a tomato plant is not producing any more tomatoes, you've harvested those romas and it doesn't seem to be said, pull that thing out of the ground, chop it up, add it to the compost pile. If flowers are not blooming, they're just sitting there green, get them out of there. Chop them up, put them in the compost pile, add some pansies, some snapdragons, some kale, things that will bloom now through the end of year, really through winter. We're that mild at this mile-high central kind of valley, central Arizona level. So Sedona, Camp Verde, Cottonwood, uh, Paulding, Prescott, Prescott Valley, Dewey, Humboldt, this whole area. Once you jump up a little bit, (laughs) excuse me, to, to Flagstaff, Williams, okay, maybe you only bloom till the end of the year. Then you take a break because you're just buried under snow. But down here, we don't do that. It gets chilly, but it thaws. And so flowers will keep blooming. Take those things out of there. As you start to rake leaves, it's a bit early now, but you'll start to see like bean pods, and things that just drop, flower things. Take those and compost them. I thought I'd spend just a moment on how to start a compost pile because now's the time. And really, compost comes down to three. What is compost? It's organic material composted down to its last element. Okay, that's it. It finally gets down to humic acid. That's the final elements of a compost pile, which is like magic for gardens, especially if you're dealing in crummy Arizona soil that really doesn't have organic material. Your, Your contractor took that little bit of Topsoil, composted material, and they scrape that thing off to put your house in, to put your footers, your driveways, your patios. And some of you literally are in you're gardening in dead soil. You need to add more organics back into the soil to attract, to hydrate, to reignite the living organisms, the worms that are in that soil. And that's what plants grow in. They don't. Cre- they don't. They don't grow in dirt. They grow in active, living, breathing soil. And so if your do- if your soil is, is dead, it's just going to sit there and look at you. So it's just the plant won't die, won't grow. It just sits there. And so you'll need to add some organics. All of a sudden it starts to take off. Now's the time to start a good compost pile. And so how do you do that? You really need three things. One, you need sunlight, at least six hours, at least a half a day of sun. So, okay, that's going to get you enough. It Compost doesn't happen in the shade. It needs sunlight. You need some warm-up. You need some moisture. Sometimes the monsoon rains aren't quite enough. You might need to add a little more. And so there, maybe add, you put it where you need to maybe take a hose to it every once in a while. You might need to hydrate, especially in, in the summer when it's really dry. Before the monsoon seasons, you might need to hydrate that compost pile once a week. Uh, Now, probably not so much. And then you need some organic material. You need something to compost. And so that's going to be sticks chopped up smaller than, let's say, half inch size or smaller. Twigs take a long time to compost. They're just not, don't add those in there. We chip them up first. Leaves are great. Grass clippings are great. Flower clippings are great. But chew them up so that they're smaller in size. They'll compost faster. Otherwise, this is going to, take a while for compost to happen. And so get your organic material. One thing to watch, stay away from uh, kind of meat products. They can contaminate, They, they can, there's some bacterial stuff you just don't want in your compost pile or in your gardens or just, you don't wanna, to compost that enough, it's just not worth the risk. So stick with organic plant-based material, you'll be better. So not bacon leftovers, not grease stuff, not bones, not don't do that. And also watch your waste. Don't compost dog, cat, pig manure. Again, the same thing. You get some strange things that happen. It might actually juice it up to where it composts, but it, you're at a risk. You've got another variable. You don't know how to compensate for it. Is there still E. coli still sitting there in the compost pile as I add it to my next year's garden? I, I don't know. Stick with organic plant-based material. Don't add animal waste and poops and manures and that kind of stuff. Okay, just compost. Have them out there by them. Add it to the horse pile out there, but don't add it to your because that takes longer. It take a year or two for that to compost. A good uh, organic based stuff you could use it in just a few weeks especially if you're using turners uh, compost turners compost bins really I've just taken pallets just a pile I don't get real sophisticated it's just over there where it's not because compost is not pretty I know that's offensive to you gardeners you think it's the most beautiful thing ever and I do sort of too but I really don't want to have guests and family over and show them my compost pile. There'll be one out of 10 people that's a true gardener. Hey, show me your compost pile. And all the rest are going, Really? Do you want that thing right next to the patio? No, no, keep it over there. I don't want to see that. Put, put the fly traps over there next to the compost pile. So let it out there where it's sun. You've got some organic plant based materials you're composting. And then you've got it where you can water it every once in a while. Then you'll wanna turn it. If you really wanna take compost and make it go fast, it needs to be aerated. And so you're taking a pitchfork or they actually make fancy tools, compost turners. So I can poke it in and it has wings that come out and it turns it out. So you wanna you aerate your compost Yeah, every couple of weeks. That'll make it really go. And it will heat up. The center of that pile will physically get hot to the touch. I mean, you can tell it's actually compost heating up. So put it there. And that's really, that's it. That's how you do a compost pile in your backyard. If new neighbors are encroaching on your privacy, we have just the solution. At Waters, we have an entire section of thick, bold plants dedicated to privacy. Fall is a time to plant a new privacy hedge, and we're here as advisors. Take a quick measurement and snap a picture before you come visit, and you'll quickly be living in privacy once again. Plus, our team of experts know how to plant to increase plant growth next spring. We'll show you how. Waters Garden Center, we know privacy in your backyard. Mountain Gardener, your source for timely garden advice right for higher elevations. Guaranteed to make a difference in your yard this season. If you enjoy this show and would like to hear more, please subscribe to The Mountain Gardener wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And if you'd like even more garden tips, tricks, and helpful advice, please check out my website at watersgardencenter.com for classes, videos, and more. Or my online garden center at top10plants.com. Throughout the week, Lisa and I can be found here at Waters Garden Center in Prescott.